This is Biscuits Buttered with none other than Victoria Vandenberg. Uh, This is a podcast about a transgender woman living in small town Alabama. Uh, I'm currently podcasting uh, from the back of a Burger King in uh, Tony, Alabama. Um, It's uh, not the best situation. We had some storms last night and... um, Basically, there was a the internet's down. Basically, wind. The thing that drives me crazy, the wind causes things not to work. So, like you'll you'll be like, oh, we had another windstorm. Wake up, there's no internet. There might not be any electricity. It's like, can we not do better than this? But anyway, so I'm using the Wi-Fi at a fucking Burger King to fucking bring you this today. All right, so you need to be grateful that you're getting to listen to this podcast. And I know we normally prepare bits at the first and end of every episode, but we don't have anything prepared today. Uh, but I just wanted to say that things are fucking crazy. Like at my house, there's like fucking limbs down everywhere. It's it's just, we live in this fucking, why did we move? Why did our ancestors move here? They moved to this fucking shitty state where the fucking wind attacks you and tries to kill you. We have tornadoes, we have hurricanes, we have just windstorms. Just fucking one in the morning, they're like, hey, we're going to have some tornadoes. We just decided to to ruin your Friday night, Saturday morning, and just have some fucking tornadoes. And that's basically what we're fucking dealing with now. We're dealing with a bunch of fucking bullshit. And I didn't realize how much of like a Tyrone Biggums character I am when it comes to having internet access. I wake up in the morning and I walk in, you know, I fix a cup of coffee and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to get on the internet and jerk off. And so I come into my house and I'm like, there's no internet. There's no internet. Oh my God. You know, I, I start reloading my router and my modem and my computer just to see if any of this will work to get it working and the internet never starts this is like at 5 30 in the fucking morning six in the morning something like that and then i'm like okay so then i run over and i try to turn on the tv none of the channels are working i'm like fuck charter digital cable is like the worst cable internet provider ever i fucking hate it i hope they go out of business um, it's a constant problem with just shit going out for the slightest, like some high winds, some high winds. I did lose some flowers last night. My, my greenhouse blew over. So I guess the wind's worse than what I'm saying, but it still pisses me off that I can't have just internet all the time. Like why do we, why does the wind make the internet go out? Why can't we just have it? Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to stop that rant. Just for the hell of it. But anyway, to give you, to give any new listeners uh, an idea of the podcast, this is about me. I'm a transgender woman. Uh, I'm a truck driver. I drive all over the country. Uh, I do a lot of different things. Uh, I have a beautiful uh, boyfriend named Raul Duke, and I have a best friend named Burt's Chili, and I have a little dog named Peanut. And, uh, I have, no, I don't really have any friends. That's my circle right there. That's my circle right there. There's no one else. I'm kind of a black sheep in my family and my town. 
I live in the back of uh, my father's home uh, in a shitty little town in Alabama. Uh, the home is falling in. We don't uh, have air conditioning. The roof's leaking. The floor's falling in. Uh, the washer doesn't work. The um, dishwasher doesn't work. Uh, and my 90-year-old grandfather will not fix it. So, and I'm not going to spend my money on it. I'm like, fuck that. So, um, so that's basically my life. And that's how you can view me as kind of like just your average millennial. Um, I was hearing all kinds of statistics this week. All, all my life I've thought I was a weirdo and thought that, I was just like some kind of odd person that uh, thought differently than everyone else. But apparently there's a new poll out. And apparently patriotism is at an all, no, all new low. Like people have stopped giving a fuck about their country. Uh, people aren't having children. Uh, and, the, you know, every week we get on a political rant. So patriotism's at an all-time low. People are more depressed than they ever ever have been. Um, no one's making any money. Well, some people are making money. That, that's the weird thing about the economy is I see, when I go to certain towns in Alabama, I see people that are like living in $300,000, $400,000 houses, driving Lexus, and I'm like, what, is, what do you do? How, where does this money come from? You know, it's like, and then there's like me who, you know, I probably work way more. Like there's people, like if you go to Huntsville, you'll see a guy that's driving a Tesla, perfect hair, perfect clothes, lives in a $500,000 house, is like sitting in a Panera Bread with nothing to do. He's just like in Panera Bread, just nothing to do. And he's like, you know, maybe on the phone and he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to go for a jog later. And it's like, what do, what do you do? Where's all, where's all your money come from? How do I get to that lifestyle? What, what is that? Where, how did you get there where you don't have to have, you basically don't even have to do anything. You're just, you just have money and you just wake up. I don't know what the man did. But there's a lot of people, there's a lot of prototypes of that in Huntsville, I notice. You'll see people are like, man, it must be nice to be that person. But there's so many like high-end government jobs and contractors and tech and engineering and space stuff going on there that it's like, maybe it's those kind of bullshit jobs. You know those government contract jobs where it's like we hand out a ton of money to like military contractors and they just kind of sit around and pretend they're doing stuff and, you know, pocket the money. Meanwhile, I'll work 60 hours a week and maybe if I'm lucky, I'll make 55 grand a year. And the highlight of my week is uh, fucking Raul Duke and maybe going to a Chinese buffet. That's the highlight of my week. All right. So that's just to give you some background into this podcast and me as a person and what I'm trying to do now. Yeah, I do some like edgelord type of humor sometimes. Some, you know, like, oh, don't cut yourself on that edge type of humor, you know, kind of uh, just bad humor, really. I'm just not very good. Just not very good at being funny. So sometimes I might 
be doing humor that um, is just in bad taste. But, you know, you got to fill the time with something. So, you know, last week we were kidding about uh, little kid cancer. And the episode before that was uh, about supporting poor Jews. Which leads me to the theme of this podcast is lately I've been seeing lots of weird commercials. So we talked about the support the poor Jews. All right. There's a commercial. It's like, please send in. This is Sally Struthers. Please send in money to support a poor Jew. Just a poor, lowly Jew. And then there's another commercial um, where, where it's like, oh my God, my child has cancer. St. Jude's is taking care of the child, but I've got it work. They, they didn't say that, but basically from the father talking, you would think that he was trying to make it out like, you should feel sorry for me. And it's like, no, we'll, we'll feel sorry for the kid. And yeah, we feel bad for you too, but we feel more sorry for the kid. It's it's horrible. It's a horrible situation, but, you know, focus on the kid more, guy. <laughs> but, so we had another commercial this week. And this is, um, really takes the cake. So I was flipping through Facebook and I got this commercial in my feed and it's like an older gay couple eating at McDonald's. And there's two thoughts I had about this is like, basically the commercial is, Oh, be gay and have obesity at McDonald's today. Come on down to McDonald's and be gay and have obesity. Fucking. But the second thought I had about it is like, wait, I just took Raul Duke to McDonald's the other night and then immediately after it I got a fucking commercial in my Facebook feed I'm like does Facebook know that I bought a spicy chicken sandwich for Raul Duke and that we went to McDonald's and that we're a gay couple I mean I, that's it's fucking eerie man it's fucking eerie so that's one thing you need to watch out for. I think we all need to get off smartphones and we need to go back to just like flip phones, clamshell phones, because the commercials and I get a lot of weird ones in my feed. That one was really weird. It's just two like older, overweight gay men um, basically eating fish fillets and then going to the bathroom and spending the rest of the afternoon in the bathroom because they're shitting due to like the poisoning <laughs> by McDonald's. And um, I'm like, that's me and Raul Duke. That's our future. We're just going to be two 60-year-olds like, let's go to may- maybe, we- oh, we work 70 hours this week. We can treat ourselves with a happy meal. You know, that that's the future for us. And it's going to be, we're going to walk inside and a robot's going to bring us a happy meal. Um but I don't know what's going on with McDonald's because I hear they're all going electronic and there's not going to be many people working in them anymore. And I'm like, they're already bad. Why make them worse? You know, you've already made them these like they painted all the buildings gray and they tried to make it look like a fucking like a trashy Starbucks. And I just I, I don't I don't know how much worse you can get McDonald's. I, I don't know what you can do to make your product worse than it already is. Like the ice cream machine's always down. Like when I go, the pandemic really hit McDonald's hard. Cause when I go buy their food, I'm like, this tastes like it's been sitting out 
all day. It doesn't taste like it's been cooked fresh. Like, hell, even when I go to Burger King, it might take an hour to get the sandwich, but at least it tastes like it was cooked a little fresher. But that's all it is to it, man. I mean, the world we live in today, it's a, it's a biatch. It's a motherfucking biatch. So we're going to, um, let's see here. We're going to go through some things, something we had not done in a while is I used to go through our analytics page on our RSS page. You can see who was listening. So we have people in uh, Decatur, Alabama that are listening. That's great. Uh, Brussels, Belgium, man, you are the lead. You are the lead. I think there's Decatur. Well, there's Decatur, then there's you, Brussels, Belgium. So you're listening a lot. Boardman, wherever Boardman is, and I think some of these towns are kind of off of, I don't, I don't think they're, they're like kind of near, but not exactly, so if you're in Belgium, I love you, I love you Belgium, I just want to do a shout out, uh, Ashburn, United States, Portland, Burdett, uh, Kensington, uh, United Kingdom, we thank you for listening to the show, uh, as you know, we've uh, been canceled recently. Um, we, uh, have lost a lot of followers. We've lost a lot of people on the show. I don't mean anything I say on the show. I'm literally just talking for, I'm just talking to everyone else. I don't believe it. won't take any time to do this. But, um, Kensington, uh, we love you. United Kingdom, Santa Rosa, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. Gonna have to deal with it. All the people that listen to the show are gonna get a shout out. Uh, Shelton, DeWitt, Iowa City, uh, not Des Moines, West Des Moines. What's the difference between Des Moines and West Des Moines? And what does Des Moines even fucking mean? What kind of fucking bullshit name is that? Uh, There's a town called Fitton. Okay, probably do a lot of fitting all there. I apologize for that. Okay. Uh, Wayne. There's a place called Passaic. 
Uh, New York, New York, Beachwood, Pergaminoville, Chandler, Los Angeles, Mountain View, Commerce City. I believe Commerce City is right out of L.A. So we got L.A. listeners. We got people on the outskirts of L.A. listening. Uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. That is a wonderful town. I've been there. I've eaten wonderful steaks there. I can't remember the name of the steakhouse. Uh, People are kind of rude there. Some people. Some, the white people are rude there. Everybody else is cool. Um, I remember, uh, I, I'm going to tell the story. We went into this restaurant and they had all these signs up like, hey, you got to get a permit from the restaurant to park here. And I'm like, okay. You know, when I seen the sign, I was like, you know, I've, I've had people put boots on my car before. So I go into the restaurant and this is, I think it was, I forget the name of it, but it was the oldest restaurant in Albuquerque. And uh, I go in, I'm like, hey, uh, we, we parked out here in your parking lot. And before I could even get the um, sentence out of my mouth, because I was about to ask for the parking permit that the sign was talking about, this lady was like, yeah, I know, honey, we got a parking lot. I'm like, bitch, it says we need a permit. And she's like, how many do y'all have? And I'm like, it says we need a permit. Am, am I, I'm not going to get like towed, am I? She's like, you're good. You're like, you're good. I'm like, God, what a fucking cunt. So, um, yeah, dealt with that. Uh, Reno, Reno, Nevada, Greeley, Aberdeen. I believe that's Mississippi. Port Angeles. Medicine Hat Kenya, Nairobi, Kenya. That's a weird one. <laughs> Nairobi, Kenya. Uh, Bashing, People's Republic of China. We support China. You can fucking invade Taiwan all you want. All I want is for your people, the billion strong, to be fans of Victoria Vandenberg. Z is a strong leader. Taiwan is a nothing country. It's part of China. And uh, we don't know who the Uyghurs are. And uh, China and Russia are strong countries that are going to lead us into the next century. Okay. Now, uh, Taliki, Tbilisi, Georgia. The country of Georgia. Auckland, New Zealand. I love people from New Zealand. I love um, Israel Adesanya. Uh, He is my bae. And um, a lot of people don't know, me and him are on the DL. I guess we're not on the DL no more now that I've announced it on my podcast. But uh, him and Paula Costa, are, are, they're kind of like part of my harem that I regularly bang. Uh, Accra, Ghana. Accra, Ghana is another one we, uh, another listener we have. Let's see here. War- Warrington, United Kingdom. We were getting a lot of like play in the United Kingdom now. Jewsbury, United Kingdom. We got Sweden listening. Worms, Germany. Mance, Germany. Uh, Dublin, Ireland. Cork, Ireland. Vega, Spain. Bergen, Norway. Washington State. Uh, Tampa, Florida. Atlanta, St. Louis. Aberdeen and Charlotte. Man, we have had a lot of people tune into the podcast all over the planet. And that's really uh, what keeps me doing the podcast 
is that so many people, I find it weird, and I think everyone listening right now, you should start your own podcast and tell me about it, because I'd like to listen to it. Start your own podcast, because I literally, this is the trashiest podcast ever. But still, at the end of the day, this is like the most useless, trashy podcast, but at the end of the day, it warms my heart that somebody in China, somebody in India, somebody in Spain uh, ends up hearing my voice all the way across the world. It's just, it's an amazing thought, and I love every minute of it, and that's why we're going to continue doing this show. So, um, this is... Uh, Biscuits Buttered with Victoria Vonnenberg. And uh, basically, um, we have a Twitter account, BiscuitButtPod. Hit us up on uh, Twitter at BiscuitButtPod. we got a Facebook account, Biscuits Buttered. We're on Podvine. Uh, we're on uh, Proton Mail, So you can uh, always hit us up on uh, ProtonMail. Uh, on the Twitter... Um, where am I going with this? I'm lost in my thoughts today. It's hot. It's hot. My home has been destroyed. It's a horrible day. So I'm just churning this out as quickly as I can. I'm doing it on my phone. Usually I do it, uh, on my computer. Oh, and guess what? Guess what? Now that I've driven our way up here, they're saying that the service is restored. Those fuckers. Okay, so if you haven't checked my Twitter, uh, Paula Costa, the fighter, he's a very beautiful, beautiful Brazilian-like uh, muscle bottom that um, posted. So basically, he got on ChatGPT or something like that, and he asked ChatGPT because he's he's you know he's a gay guy. Let's be honest. He's a gay guy, Paul Acosta. And he, um, he, I don't think he's public about it, but we're just going to speak the truth here on the podcast. He's a muscle bottom. Now, he got on, and obviously the first thing he did with ChatGPT is ask to see Joe Rogan nude. So basically the AI generated this really funny picture. I mean, it made me cry laughing. It's a picture of Joe Rogan naked that AI generated and it's like he's got this weird growth for a penis it's like a it looks like it was trying to form a fist for his penis so you need to get on there and look at this and uh I want to thank uh Paula Costa forever and he's he's been talking a lot of mad shit this week and uh he's been talking a lot of shit to my other bay. I hate it when my bays fight you know Adesanya he's been talking shit to him telling him he's got a clit and all this stuff uh, I wish they would just come over here and we could have a threesome and just get it over with, right? Uh, because I know, I think they're both bottoms, right? So I'm going to be doing most of the work. And what's up with all this? You know, there's so many bottoms now. I've noticed, I, I read, I've got all these like articles that it suggests online. And why are bottoms trying to make it out like their job is hard? Like, this is so much, but like, I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to hear it, people. You, all you got to do is douche. You got to douche out your asshole. Clean it up. Get it ready for daddy. That's all you got to do. 
And then you just have to sit there and take a pounding. And you enjoy it. You love getting pounded. That's why you're a bottom. Don't act like you're doing a bunch of work. I'm doing the work. Victoria Vandenberg's doing the work. I'm doing all the fucking. I'm doing all the pounding. You need to stop pretending that you're doing a bunch. Like, they're literally writing. Like, have you noticed how, like, someone will write an article online. And then all of a sudden, everybody, like, agrees to it. Oh, you go, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. The bottoms are the one that's got it hard. Like, no, they don't. Like, I'm doing. I'm doing athletics okay this isn't um something anyone can do like there's athletics involved in being a top it's not a bunch of bullshit that anyone can do and i think i heard someone outside so i'm gonna walk out here and see what's going on if you hear any like thing um hear anything making noise like a fan or anything i'm just walking Okay, I thought somebody had showed up back here to the back of a Burger King in Tony, Alabama. Because <laughs> that's where I'm at. No, don't don't think that I'm not at a Burger King in Tony, Alabama. I'm that's exactly where I'm at. Um so where was I at? Oh yeah. So, you know, like I have to actually physically exercise, all right? I freaking wake up every morning, I do squats, I do sit-ups, I do push-ups, I do pull-ups. I fucking walked eight miles yesterday. Eight miles to get myself into the physical conditioning to be a top. Because you have to have strong legs. You have to have strong, a strong core. You have to have, you have to be uh, someone who can actually thrust for more than like two seconds there's a lot of work to it 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 involves a lot to be a good top i used to be a bad top and now i'm a good top because of all the hard work i put in and i don't want these fucking bottoms showing up "Eh, i'm doing the works like no you fucking aren't all you have to do is clean your asshole and show up and get fucked and enjoy it that's all you have to do I'm the workhorse here. I deserve the praise. I deserve the worship. I put in the work. You are a loser. Okay, maybe maybe that was a little too far. I apologize to all the bottoms out there, and I apologize to my bays, my bottoms, Paulo Costa and Adesanya. Um, but speaking of another bottom, uh, apparently there's a big to-do over the MMA fighter Jeff Molina um, he, uh, apparently there was a video of him giving head to somebody and they had posted it on Reddit or Twitter. And the, the problem with this is th- this is my, my first question. Anytime a, you know, kind of a celebrity sex tape is released. Uh, where is it? Where can I, we're going to see it, but I almost don't even believe this video ever existed because I cannot find Jeff Molina giving head anywhere. And I want to see this video because he's really cute. Jeff Molina's cute. And I would love to see him sucking on a cock. And uh, I can add him to my harem of bottoms. Uh, So hopefully, maybe one day, we can make that happen. (laughs) Um, And I, I, like, I looked all over Twitter. I even asked people. And I got on Reddit. And I even was like, okay, I guess I got to get on 4chan or something. And, um, 
you know, we, I couldn't find it anywhere. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Why? Why? Like everyone's talking about it, but no one seems to have seen it. And it's just really fucking annoying. And I, I don't know, I don't know uh, what else to do. So if any of y'all know where the video of Jeff Molina sucking dick is, I, I would really like to see it. All right. That's just Victoria being a horn dog. I don't know what's up with me lately. I've been just in heat and uh, I've been wanting to fuck almost everything I come in contact with. And let's see if we can sign into the Proton Mail. See if if we've actually received any fucking emails from anybody. Because I'm assuming some of y'all aren't on social media. Let's see if it'll let me sign in here. See if there's any good any good messages from anybody. And I never checked the Podvine either, but you know, there's never anything going on on Podvine. Okay, let's see if we got anything. Eh, just, just bullshit notifications from different uh, social media. Okay, well, we're going to cut that one out. All right, let's see if there's anything going on on Facebook. There's nothing going on on our Facebook. There's somebody who posted like a weird comb that's signed by Judith Myers with blood on it. Okay. I guess it's a prop from the movie Halloween. Um, so, maybe I should talk about that in another episode. But anyway, there's nothing going on on Facebook. So, we're going to get into uh, last week. Last week, uh, <laughs> uh, Victoria wants to apologize for being uh, a horrible podcaster and piece of shit all around that doesn't plan these things out. But now I've gotten to where I'm so busy all the time that I just like, I have to do the podcast when I have the time. So, last week we talked about the TikTok ban and Victoria was wrong. Victoria was wrong about the TikTok ban. Uh, so basically, they were saying they were going to ban TikTok. And I was looking at it from a sp- perspective of, hey, you know, all these people that are on TikTok, 30 years from now, China's going to have all that data saved somewhere and they're going to bribe these people and they're like state representatives and everything else. Um, and why should we let a foreign state, you know, operate a social media company in our country, you know, I mean, why, why let them do it? You know, just like RT news, why do we let Russia operate a news agency in our borders? That's a propaganda wing, but I'm not a fan of banning things. And apparently this bill from, I think it was Mark Warner or somebody, some fucking idiot Democrat. And this is the reason I'm just, I'm completely like, I just can't even bother with them anymore because it's just stupid. Like, so they, they released this bill and everybody was like, we're on board. Basically everyone in the Senate, everyone in Congress was like, we're on board. We're going to ban TikTok. And then they released the actual wording of the bill. And apparently this is like the Patriot Act 2.0. 
Apparently, it's just going to increase any type of power and surveillance of the state. And they're going to be allowed to just kind of shut down whatever they want. They're going to be allowed to spy on whoever they want. They're going to be able to, allowed to do whatever the fuck they want to the Internet. And I uh, want the Internet to be the Wild West. Okay? I want the Internet to be as wild as we can possibly allow it to be. I want people to be able to buy black market babies. I want them to be able to buy drugs. I want them to be able to hire hitmen. That's the internet that I want, okay? I don't want this bullshit where, oh, you know, uh, fucking Al-Qaeda is using 4chan, so we're going to ban, you know, that because, you know, Al-Qaeda's bad. No! Let Al-Qaeda be on 4chan, all right? It, 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 like, I forget what law it was, but there was a law a while back like now everything's human sex trafficking, right? And they passed this law that basically labels everything as human sex trafficking. So then like a lot of websites like uh, Craigslist and others like didn't even want to have personals on their websites because the law was so sweeping that everything's sex trafficking. So it ended up increasing the power of the state and guess what happened to those people that were sex workers that were using those websites like, you know, um, those escort websites, they went, they had to go back out on the street. They couldn't just do, they just couldn't talk to somebody online and then go hook up with them and come to a deal. No, they got to go hook out on the street now and it goes into the shadows. The, the, the weird thing I don't think people understand is when you have stuff online, you can see it. You can monitor it. You can know what's going on in the world. It's good. It's a good thing. And that's why you don't want to like pass these laws that push stuff off into the dark corners where you can't monitor it. Because now, those sex workers, no telling what they have to do to, um, to, to you know, be able to get customers and live their lives and make money. And so basically the TikTok ban, to get back to the TikTok ban, it's basically was about something completely different. I think Mark Warner should resign. I think anyone who signed on to this bill should resign. Um, it's retarded. It's a bunch of bullshit. And all they're trying to do is pass the Patriot Act only by an another name. See, originally they were like, oh, this is just a bill giving Biden the power to ban TikTok. Well, if it was just that, I wouldn't be against it. I wouldn't be as against it. Even though I don't like banning things, I do think there are some legitimate reasons why TikTok can be a huge problem with the with China and surveillance. And I think we honestly at this point I'm like fuck you China. You know. So uh but then when I found out that no it's about more than that. It's about surveilling people. It's about basically allowing the president to ban any social media media agency they want to. So you could imagine like, what if, what if someone who doesn't care about any, like, you know, Biden doesn't give a shit about anything. Right. So it's kind of safe to pass that bill while he's in office. But what if you get like someone like Ron DeSantis? What if you get someone like Trump again? What if you get someone really, really shitty who's going to use all those powers 
to just shut down anyone talking against them. It's it's not a good. It's a horrible idea, and uh, Mark Warner should resign, right? And that's all I'm going to say about that. It's a bunch of bullshit. Victoria's against it. Um. So, as you heard this week. Trump was indicted. Okay, so we didn't even think so. That guy, the 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 prosecutor in New York, he basically fooled everybody because Trump was making all these threats, you know, trying to get his people to New York to riot and all this stuff, and he made it out. He's like, well, "What are you talking about? Well, there's no imminent." indictment what are you talking about and then like he's like we're gonna have a recess all through april and then he indicts him <laughs> to, i guess he used that to distract people so he indicted him so now trump's gonna be arraigned sometime next week this is the first president ever um indicted uh the funny thing about it is i was gonna go buy like a new york times or washington post or whatever and that has like the words Trump indicted because usually anytime something historical happens, I'll go get a paper and uh, I'll go get a paper and I'll save it. Right. Um, just as like a kind of a historic memorabilia. Uh, we used to have a paper that had was, uh, had headlines about Amelia Earhart on it. And uh, it was like from way back in the day and we lost that somehow. But, uh, but I just said, you know, I was like, you know, uh, hold on. Ryle Dukes texted me. Let's see what Ryle Dukes has to say. And I don't forgot what I was saying right there. Okay, I got lost in my thought because Ryle Duke keeps interrupting me. I'll just say, uh, he's telling me they got a lot to do. Okay, baby, I love you. I guess. Sounds like he's going to be at work late. That's what it sounds like. Okay. So let's get back to what I was talking about. Where was I going with that? I done forgot. I lost my train of fucking thought. This is not a good idea, like, doing a podcast on your phone. Because it's like um, you get interrupted by people fucking texting you all the time. Okay, so, anyway, Trump's been indicted, okay? He was making all kinds of threats. Basically, supposedly there's 30-something counts of business fraud. And this is only one, um, oh, the point that I was getting to earlier. So, I was going to, wow, this podcast is really, I cannot keep a straight thought in my head. (laughs) I need to drink some coffee. So the point I was trying to make earlier is that usually when historical events happen, I'll go out and buy paper and I even have a framed uh, paper. I think it was like USA Today, Obama takes power because back in the day, I actually used to like Obama. But I said to myself, I was like, I just cannot stand to see this motherfucker's face. So, I'm just not gonna deal with it. So, I, 
I'm sorry. I, someone keeps fucking texting me and I keep getting... The point I was trying to make... The, the fucking point I was trying to make is that I don't want to see Trump's ugly face. That's why I didn't buy a paper to save so I'd have this historic paper Trump indicted. That's the point I was trying to make. All right, so he just sent me two different times to pick him up. Uh, so why did you send me two different pick up at 3.30 or 4.30? Wow, this really has uh, become the worst one I've done. Because <laughs> I keep fucking getting interrupted. Why won't people just leave me alone? Let me do my stupid fucking podcasting. Well, anyway, this indictment is just the first of several indictments. He's also got a civil trial going on where that Gene Carroll lady's accusing him of rape. So he might get in trouble for rape. Um but then you have the Georgia case where he called and tried to get people to change the vote scores in Georgia. And then you also have the federal investigation where he incited a fucking riot on the Capitol, which I'm assuming he's going to get. I'm assuming they're going to move forward with that because they're putting like I'm hoping that this guy that they've got running the new probe, the new special counsel, isn't like Robert Mueller. I hope that he's like not a cuckold. I'm hoping he's not like a little bitch beta boy that like will investigate all day, but then like go, well, I can't do anything. It's the Congresses, you know, because that's one of the fatal flaws of Mueller is that there's this old memo that was created during the Nixon years that says that you can't indict a current sitting president. Well, the thing about that is that it's just a memo. It's just a memo sitting at the State Department, and it's like, or the FBI, excuse me, and it's not even law. It's, it was just someone's legal opinion back in like the 70s. And so, and so these people are such cucks. They're such beta boys. They're just like, well, someone said this back in the 70s, so we can't, you know, they could have already had this motherfucker in jail because I do think he's a danger to our country and we, we need to keep him out of office and, I'm tired of fucking seeing his fat cherubed face. I'm tired of seeing his yellow fucking ugly comb over hair. I'm tired of everything. I'm tired of everything about him. And I want him to just fucking go away so that we can have a little peace and fucking quiet. And I can deal with some other Republican cocksucker who's pandering to fucking people that he doesn't care about. All right. That's what I'm trying to get at is that we need a new cocksucker that we can all fucking point out and go, yeah, that guy's a piece of shit. Because I'm tired of this old piece of shit. And the thing that drives me crazy about this indictment this week is when you turn on the news, and even independent media, and I've got to give a shout out to Breaking Points, they did horrible coverage of this, the Trump indictment. Absolutely horrible. Like, Sager's on there like, oh, well, I don't think they should because it just looks like this. And it's like, None of that matters. None of that matters. We have laws. He broke the law. He doesn't get special treatment. He should be treated like anyone else. Like there's already been, there's Weisselberg that's been in jail. Then there's uh, Cohen that's went to jail for this crime already. Why shouldn't Trump go to jail for it? And they're sitting there like, well, this is the weakest of the cases. And I'm like, well, it doesn't seem that weak because two people have already went to fucking jail for it. 
So what are you talking about that it's weak? You know, and they're like, oh, he's going to get off for this. Like, well, the two other people didn't. Why would he? But it just, it drives me crazy how people can get their heads so full of bullshit that they can't even see how the real world works. And uh, yes, Sager and Crystal, I think they did horrible. The Breaking Points did horrible coverage of this. He's a guy like anyone else. Other people have went to jail for this, and he should too. Fuck him. He doesn't get special treatment. Fucking tired of people getting special treatment. Okay, so. What is the next topic of discussion? And we're going to look here and see, because there's stuff that I'm going to talk about that I don't even know much about. So you got to bear with me. But I, I, there's a couple of news articles that I didn't have the time to actually read. But I'd heard about it and I wanted to talk about it. Drink a little whiskey. All right. So this is a story that I think has gotten no coverage. And I haven't looked into it myself, but I pulled up a tab so I could read it to you. Malcolm X's family announces lawsuit against CIA, FBI, NYPD for wrongful death. I'll say that again. Malcolm X's family announces lawsuit against CIA, FBI, NYPD for wrongful death. The family of slain civil rights leader Malcolm X marked on Tuesday the anniversary of his 1965 assassination by announcing plans to sue agencies, including the CIA, FBI, the New York Police Department, and others for $100 million, accusing them of playing a role in his death. Two of his daughters, Isaiah Shabazz and Quabia Shabazz, I hope I'm saying that right, were joined by attorney Ben Crump at a news conference at the site of the former Audubon Ballroom in Upper Manhattan where Malcolm X was fatally shot as a crowd gathered to hear him speak on February 21st, 1965. One thing I want to interrupt this article about um, is JFK, if, if I'm saying this right, JFK, MLK, Malcolm X, and RFK, I believe were all killed in the same decade. And there's probably more people that were killed in that same decade. And don't, like, to me, I'm like, yeah, it seems like a big, you know, that's a big coincidence. JFK, RFK, Malcolm X, uh, who else did I leave out? Okay, JFK, RFK, Malcolm X and MLK were all killed in the same decade. That cannot be a coincidence. They were killed. The CIA was killing these people. Okay, so now I'm going to continue the article. For decades, questions have circulated over who was responsible for his death. Three men were convicted, but two were exonerated in 2021 after a new investigation into the cases against them showed the evidence used to gain convictions was shaky and that authorities had held back some information. Isaiah Shabazz, the co-administrator of her father's estate, filed notices of claim, which is the first step in the process, saying the agencies conspired with each other and with with other individuals and acted and failed to act in such a way as to bring about the wrongful death of Malcolm X. For years, our family has fought the truth to come to light. She said at the news conference, we want justice served for our father. 
Uh, emails seeking comment were sent to the CIA, FBI, Department of Justice, and New York City's legal department. The DOJ and NYPD declined to comment. Of course they would, because they fucking know they did it. Crump noted the anniversary date and said that ever since then, there has been speculation as to who was involved in the assassination of Malcolm X. He cited the 2021 exonerations and said that government agencies, including the Manhattan District Attorney, the NYPD, and the FBI had factual evidence, exculpatory evidence, that they fraudulently concealed from the men who were wrongfully convicted of the assassination of Malcolm X, asked if he believes government agencies conspired to assassinate Malcolm, Crumb said, that is what we are alleging. Yes, they infiltrated many civil rights organizations. And this is just another thing that I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like, this is, or, or did they kill him? You know, I already believe they were involved for sure in JFK's assassination. And I'm not even, like, I'm not, this isn't even a joke right now. Like, most of the time I'm being facetious. But if you get into the JFK assassination, there's so many fucking crazy facts where you just go, holy fuck. And one thing you'll notice about the JFK assassination, I don't know much about the Malcolm X assassination, right? I don't really have, other than what these people are saying and other what, what they're doing now, I don't really have any facts that would go, oh, the CIA did it, you know, other than, you know, their constant surveillance and being involved in all these groups. Um, but with JFK, there's so many known facts that you just, there's no way the CIA wasn't doing something, Right. And then, like, any time you have people who are debunkers, they come in and they always debunk obvious bullshit, right? There's a lot of obvious bullshit around the JFK assassination. They'll come in and, you know, just dumb shit that people have said. They'll debunk. But they never will get into the nitty-gritty and be like, okay, well, why were they running, why was the CIA running these groups in New Orleans that Oswald was involved in? Why did they let him come back from Russia after he defected? Why was this Jolly West character running around? I mean, there's so much shit where you're just like, what fucking happened that day? But I don't have the facts on Malcolm X. But it's heating up. Maybe one day we will have the truth of whether the CIA is literally, literally in a decade, the CIA and FBI and all these other organizations that were corrupt at the time changed the very foundation of our country. They killed all of the good leadership on the left. All of it. They killed everybody that was a good leader. And then the Democratic Party, you've seen after that, it suffered a great deal. It suffered a great deal after that. And um, we've never really recovered from it because we had so much talent uh, that was murdered in that decade. And I guarantee you it was by the CIA. So, uh, it's sad. It's a sad fact. It's a sad fact. It's a fact. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to cover that real quick. Just going on a conspiracy theory. I know this has uh, been kind of a rough podcast to listen to today. Uh, and there is uh, another little news article that I never got to. Apparently, 
this is another story that I don't think I heard covered very much in the news. So, apparently, Raul, I don't even know how to say his name. I don't think I ever read his books as a child. Rald Dahl? Rald Dahl? Well, anyway, we're going to read this article to you. And this is an entertainment article. Judy Bloom slams censorship of Roald Dahl books. I don't believe in that. What are they protecting your children from? Protecting your children means educating them and arming them with knowledge and reading and supporting what they want to read. Legendary author Judy Bloom is speaking out against the recent decision to edit Ronald Dahl's children's books to be more inclusive. As a writer who has dealt with censorship issues for the majority of her career, Bloom scoffed at the publisher Penguin Random House in a new interview with Variety. What do I think about rewriting the Ronald Dahl books, Bloom says? I think if Ronald Dahl was around, Ronald Dahl, I'm having trouble with that name, you would be hearing what he thinks about that. Whatever he is, whatever he's accused of being, there's a lot of truth there. But the books are the books. Kids still love the books, and they love them the way he wrote them. So I don't believe in that. Um... Last month, many of late author uh, Dahl's classical books, including Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, this guy was a powerhouse. Okay. So I can't believe that I didn't know this, but Dahl is the guy who wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. James and the Giant Peach, the BFG, and more. Okay, so this guy's kind of a big, this guy's a big fucking deal. Had new altered editions released with hundreds of references to body weight, gender and race updated to modern standards changes included the deletions of the word fat ugly black and white as well as references to specific genders and any description of mental illness as mad or crazy in an effort to be less offensive to contemporary readers the edits were made by sensitivity sensitivity readers from an organization called inclusive minds which is described as a collective for people who are passionate about inclusion, diversity, equality, and accessibility in children's literature and are committed to changing the face of children's book. Fuck these people. What the fuck? Like, you're editing books to make sure they're genderqueer? Like, what are you doing? Like, look, I am I am a morbidly obese, transgender, gay woman living in the rural South, and I am completely against this because guess what there are ugly people there are fat people uh and i think you should be able to describe people the way they are it's just it's just the way things are people you've got to be able to fucking tell someone they're a fat asshole because i'm a fat asshole and i feel like i should be able when i see a fat fucking cunt like let's say i'm at walmart and I see a fat fucking cunt taking up a handicap spot. She's literally like hopping out of a fucking lifted Jeep. And I'm like, hey, you fat cunt. You're not handicapped. You're just fat. You're just a fat fucking cunt. Why are you in the handicap spot? I'm fucking handicapped. I got diabetes. Like, fuck you, bitch. An old person should be using that fucking handicap spot. You need to walk. You need to motherfucking walk. Fucking bitch ass bitch. Anyway, that's just all I'm saying is sometimes you, you look, 
this is going to be the advice of the week. This is going to be the advice of the week. Not everything in life is nice. Okay? Not everything in... Not... Can't talk. Not everything in life is nice. Okay? Sometimes you need to be told that you're a fat cunt. Okay? I'm Victoria Vandenberg. And I'm a fat cunt. Okay? So I need someone to like, hey, you're being a little cunty. You're being a little bit of a fat cunt bitch. Okay? You need to dial it down a little bit. And I'm like, okay, I'll fucking pull out a fucking Virginia Slim. I'll light it up. I'll I'll take a couple of shots of tequila. And I'll be fine. Right? It's life. It's life. It's what you got to do. It's what you got to, you know... There's there's a little bit of like rough times and good times and ups and downs and and you know there's a lot of people that like to tell you everything has to be positive at all times. No, it doesn't. It's life. Not everything has to be positive at all times. And yeah, you can linger too much in the negative and you 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 need a balance, right? You need to be positive, but you need to like know like hey, there's negative things and you shouldn't just put them out of mind. You need to think about negative things. You know, and uh, I know this rant's going all over the place, but it is what it is. So we got to stop censoring books just so some fucking blue hair can fucking not have to hear the word fat. All right. They need to hear fat more. Lizzo needs someone needs to tell Lizzo that she's a fat bitch. All right. Two things can be true at the same time. Lizzo is a fat bitch who, if she doesn't have diabetes, she's going to get diabetes. If she doesn't have heart disease, she's going to get heart disease. But she's also a fat bitch that a lot of guys want to fuck. And she is pretty. She's a pretty girl. And I'm sure there's a lot of guys that, you know, that appeals to. I'm, I'm a very busty big lady myself. Right? But I'm not delusional. I'm not delusional. I know I'm a fat fucking cunt. So I'm not going to like try to, you know, like, oh, you know, every time you hear someone talk, oh my God, she's amazing. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. Like all you hear is positivity. And it's like, you know, I see, you know, I used to work in a hospital. I've seen the morbidly obese patients that don't even want to get out of bed and use a catheter and have sores all over their legs and are probably going to end up losing their legs because they have really bad diabetes. And it's not, it's not good. It's not healthy. And that's why Victoria has been working on it. How did this get into a health rant? I don't know. Uh, going from censoring books to doing this, but anyway, we need, you know, like, it's just like Mark Twain. He said the N word a couple of times. that's how people talked back in the day. Just let them talk the way they talked. Read it, put it in context. Because the thing is, is like when you read something that is older, oh man, they're saying something we'd never say today. It's like, well, yeah, that gives you the opportunity to sit back and think about it and put it in context. Don't try to fucking censor it. That way you have less to think about, less to comprehend, you know. I, I just, I don't get this obsession with everything being positive, censoring everything so no one can be shamed or feel bad about anything, you know. But I guess that's the world we live in today. 
And I want to thank you for joining me. Uh, that's the advice of the week. The advice of the week is that not everything is, has to be positive. Not everything has to be negative. You need to have a balance in your life. You need to be realistic. You need to assess yourself as a human being. But you don't need to shit on yourself all day. But you need to be realistic about yourself. And you do need to think positive thoughts. But does that mean that you need to push every single negative thought out of your head at all times? No. No. Does that mean that you need uh, gender-affirming positive characters in every single movie? No. You need... the ne- You know, the, the negativity in life sometimes is what makes the positivity so good. You need a balance. You need a healthy balance. And that's what Victoria is telling you today. And I had other topics that I wanted to talk about, but uh, I do need to take a shower because I'm going to have to go pick up Raul Duke and uh, give him give him the old uh, give him the old four and a half um, and take him to see the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. So I hope you all have a good week. I want to thank everyone for listening. I know this uh, wasn't the best podcast. We'll try to do better next week. I'm sorry. I've let you down. I've let you down. But I'll try to do better next week. I swear I will. I'll do better. I won't let you down. I love you. I love you all. And um, maybe, maybe if I could just concentrate. I need to get on ADHD or something. Maybe if I could concentrate, I could actually do a good podcast for you. Thank you. I love you. Uh, Plant some flowers. That's my other advice. Go out, get some seeds, plant some flowers. It's springtime. Enjoy it.